the excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. New tailback out there. Snap goes back. And off to that tailback. He breaks it. How do you like that? Kyle Whaley. He's to the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, and into the end zone. We have EPAC action this Friday night as the 3-3 three three Hedgesville Eagles host the 1-4 Muscleman Appleman. Kickoff at 7 p.m. with pregame beginning at 6 p.m., which follows the sports mix at 5 p.m. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and on TV 10. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Ben, so you always get all the answers. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Dupuy here, Nick Verzellini across from me, and to the slight left of me, Colin McLaughlin, the sports doctor. It's Tuesday, so everybody should know Colin on the sports mix. Yep, definitely. Always, every Tuesday, going to be talking with you guys here on the sports mix about our upcoming volleyball matches. We got two this week for you, and the first one is tonight at Martinsburg as they get to face Jefferson. We'll go more into it, I know, later later on on when Jim comes in, but I got to tease it a little bit for when Jim comes on. Good tease there. All right, the show is sponsored in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And never a dull moment with the football team. Never a dull moment with the football team. Except for 30 years of losing. Okay. (laughs) I'd say they've had some dull moments since 1991. Uh, Head Washington football team trainer Ryan Vermillion under investigation, placed on leave. Yesterday, news broke from uh, Grant Paulson, who we've had on the show before, J.P. Finley, NBC Sports Washington, Washington football team insider, and Julie Carey, NBC4 Washington, Northern Virginia bureau chief. They had a combination story where the Washington football team headquarters in Ashburn, Virginia, just over an hour away, feds raided the place on Friday afternoon. And uh, for head trainer Ryan Vermillion's home as well, uh, people who were near his home said they saw multiple U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration agents raiding his house. So this is crazy. Just another story to go on top of the bad culture that the Washington football team has had over the last 20 years when everybody thought it was changed. Yeah, that's what I was exactly about to say. Just when you thought that the culture's finally shifted and was starting to be good since uh bruce allen left and all that cheerleading scandal is still somewhat ongoing but mostly fade away nobody really talks about it much anymore so you thought things were getting better ron rivera jason wright everything the name change and now here comes this right in the middle of everything after a big win it goes back to that the culture still not the best Obviously, it's getting better. Hopefully, he's caught and will never come back to the Washington football team franchise. And the problem st- still is just a bad light. Obviously. It's, it's the bad light, but there's been no charges. No charges have been filed. It's unclear what they're looking for or what they have seized. Search warrants documents were not made immediately available. Uh, Sources told NBC Sports Washington the team officials themselves were still looking to get more information from the federal investigators. I just think this is crazy. Like, there's nothing. And then um, when I was listening to a a podcast yesterday from Grant and Danny, which the host Grant Paulson was on our show, I mentioned a couple weeks ago or a month ago now, he said that he talked to a player, a current player, that said he got a call months ago from a federal agent asking him if he knows anything about Ryan Vermillion trying to give people stuff or something like that. So there's just layers and layers. This has been going on for months, and it just kind of culminated Friday with the raid of the Washington football team headquarters in Ashburn as well as his home in Loudoun County. Yeah, and since you just mentioned – if they asked if he was giving anything to any players, you hope that no players get involved with this. 
because after I know we can uh, get a little bit more into it right now with all the injuries that occurred last week in Washington's victory in Atlanta you don't want any more players going out with an issue like this now because they'll probably be out for the season or more possibly and you mentioned those injuries they include season-ending injuries for Tory McTire, the cornerback, got hurt on the final play of the game. I texted you after that play, and I said, I think McTire's down, or somebody was down in the end zone. And then they are also most likely going to be without middle linebacker John Bostic for the rest of the season with a torn pick. Brandon Sheriff out two to three weeks with a sprained MCL, and tight end Logan Thomas day-to-day with a hamstring injury. So, big players. Yeah, Huge all starters. Yes. Well, except for McTire. Yeah. But McTire, solid player in depth, cornerback position. Now they're going to have to find more depth. And this was the trainer that had the drug bust? Yes, and he was not in Atlanta on Sunday. So. Well, that's good then. So Washington probably saw something coming. I don't know. And Did, I want to play. Do you think they got any intel? You think I don't think that they would got be any the reason, intel. or does he typically well, was, not travel? Well, it was on Friday. I was going to say, because if the trainer was there. That's true, yeah. So if it happened uh, Friday afternoon, and they said there were not a lot of... The story just broke, though. That's even more interesting, I feel like. Well, the thing was, is that what I listened to, what I heard on Grant and Danny was that they did it in the afternoon once all the players had gone home, as well as the media. So nobody was there. But, you know, team officials, Mm -hmm. head coaches, all the coaching staff, maybe a couple players, but the majority of people were not there. Right. There was no media there, which I think... The feds probably did on purpose. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is the media there covering the team, and all of a sudden, they're all trying to get all over this raid. Yep. So I think that Which was also very would well make executed. it easier to have somebody scramble and try to hide something. If nobody's there, yeah. it's easier to hopefully find what they were looking for. But I want to play this clip that it was an exclusive interview last night from J.P. Finley with... Ron Rivera, and it talks about... So he mentions, um, as he calls him, RV. Their relationship goes back nine years because RV has been the head trainer for the Panthers for 18 seasons before he came to Washington. So he worked with Rivera for nine years, but here's a quote from Rivera last night with J.P. Finley. Well, the unfortunate part is we have to deal with this, and and the thing was we have to stick to... uh to the football aspect and we've got to be able to compartmentalize that type of stuff and just go forward you know and, and the only thing I can say about Ryan is I know who Ryan is and uh, last year I trusted Ryan with my health and I would do it again and that's a big statement right there from Ron Rivera who obviously had cancer just recently got his one year scan and he cl- continues to be clear so happy for Rivera in that aspect but I mean he said it right there Quote, I know who Ryan is, and last year I trusted Ryan with my health, and I would do it again, end quote. Yeah, and it's something that sucks to see basically a quarter of the way through the season. I know it's a 17-week season now, but still going to go and say a quarter with four weeks in. And it's another distraction, and that's something that you don't want at any point in the season, just like what Jacksonville is going through right now with Urban Meyer. He apologized because he says a coach should not be a distraction. But that's I think and now that, this is a distraction for your team, though it is. Yes, but that apology and you don't want it. That apology. No, I, I wasn't talking him. about the apology. Okay. I was just trying to compare. So that was it, that the it's most half, half-hearted BS apology I've ever seen in my entire life. You're a head football coach. You don't say, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that." You you be serious and take it. You take it on the chin. You don't kind of try to brush it off in your press conference. I don't. I didn't like the way that he apologized at all. No, my point was just that you don't want distractions, and obviously this is a distraction going into a big part of the season with the next five opponents for Washington probably being their toughest ones of the year. Nick, do you have anything? I mean, I don't know. It's just all off-the-field stuff, so it is what it is to me. I don't know. I'd rather talk about what's going on on the field personally. Uh, Might I also mention about – the investigation is the Washington football team put out a statement yesterday. Let me pull up this statement um, saying something along the lines of this is a non team related issue. Now I can't find the 
press release. But they said it's a non-team-related issue. I don't agree so, with that necessarily. It is a team-related issue. He's a member of. Well, the that's team. what I'm and saying. Was, <laughs> if, you have, if you have, the, that's what I'm saying. If you have the federal law enforcement coming in and raiding your facility, I believe then that means it's automatically a team issue, right? Plus, he's he's a he's with the team every day. Yeah. So I mean. Even though he is the trainer, it's still an issue with the team. I think this is interesting. They they send out, I thought it was on the website, but they send out these press releases to the media members that are, you know, the media, the, mm-hmm. the credentialed media that goes to see them all the time. They're not posted on their website. It's negative light. They won't post on their own website. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know. No comment? No, no comment. Obviously, there will be hopefully more light coming out on the entire issue as the week goes on. All right. Well, we've completed our first segment. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We come back. We'll talk a little more baseball. We kind of last night, yesterday, not last night. I don't know why I'm saying We tipped the iceberg. Depending on when you watch the show, it could be last night, 5 o'clock. We tipped the iceberg yesterday talking about Ryan Zimmerman, very end of the show. I got a couple more comments on that. And then we'll break down the MLB postseason and go through a bracket with each of us. That's next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, We have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. Bring your family and celebrate more than a century of our farm heritage this weekend at the 36th annual L. Norman Dillon Farm Museum's Fall Festival at 3083 Ridge Road South, just across from Hedgesville High. Enjoy live demonstrations of a working blacksmith shop, thrashing machine, wood shop, sawmill, small engines, and tractors. The festival runs this Saturday and Sunday from 9 until 5, and the Stony Creek Bluegrass Band will provide live entertainment both days. Find out more by going to our Facebook page or DillonFarmMuseum.org. We hope to see you there. Before the invitations and the dress, the flowers, cake, candles, or vows, there is an answer to a question proposed with a ring. Bechtel Jewelers knows that an important part of your wedding happens before the I do's. We're a diamond store with an engagement and bridal jewelry selection that's both exciting and accessible. On the big day, there's everything else and there's the ring. Make sure you get this one right at Bechtel Jewelers in Inwood. The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. On Saturday, October 9th, the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs travel to Painesville, Ohio for a matchup with the Riverside Beavers. Kickoff is scheduled for one with pregame coverage beginning at noon right here on TV10 and the WRNR TV YouTube channel. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 
Thank you to Colin for the song suggestion here. I totally didn't even realize we had this in the system. There you go. Colin I, is I always on top of it. It is a classic. You're, you're a sports talk show. You yeah. have to have this song. And now we're off Facebook again. Okay, we should probably stop before we get kicked off Facebook. All right, so now MLB, we've reached the postseason. Essentially, but before we get into this bracket, I just want to talk real quick about Ryan Zimmerman. Played the audio at the end of yesterday's show. He actually got two standing ovations yesterday. He came to the plate in the second inning two days ago. Two days ago, yeah. Sorry, Sunday. Uh, he came to the plate in the second inning, and the Red Sox catcher actually stood, stepped out, stepped all the way out to the like all along the third baseline, and just let him soak it in. Isn't that amazing? I think yeah, I saw tough. that one. That's the yeah. one that I... Sorry. You're good, Colin. And then in the eighth inning, I guess, you know, as, as a baseball player, you're not, you know, as somebody that just wants to get in, do your work, get out, you don't really want all that stuff. So I guess uh, Ryan Zimmerman talked to Martinez and said, you know, I don't I don't want it. You know, I've the, fan, the, the parade was enough for me when they did the World Series parade. But they went out in the eighth inning or the bottom of seventh inning happened, sent the players out in the eighth inning, and Ryan Zimmerman was the only player to go out. So he stood on first base, and then they went over the PA system, and they said, now replacing Ryan Zimmerman at first base is Josh Bell. And then the funniest part about the whole thing was Davey Martinez, who I guess recently had ankle surgery or something, Walking or hobbling up the steps, and Ryan Zimmerman mimicking as they as mimicking him as he walks over. So he's just. <laughs> but that was just an all in all emotional day for Ryan Zimmerman. His family, I believe, was in like the first section of the bleachers or of the behind the home plate, and just the moment that everything that that happened. I wish I was at that game because it looked like there was a lot of people at that game for the Nats being way out of it. There was a lot of Nats fans there. Well, I mean, it's the last game of the season and obviously probably the last chance to see Ryan Zimmerman. So it does have some intrigue there. And I think that that just seems like it, 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 that he's done. I mean, I would think based on how he left. Now we'll see. But I think at this point, too, in, in the direction it seems like the Nationals are going, it would probably be best for him to retire unless he wanted to play for another team, which I don't think he does because they seem to be trying to get younger and trying to build around their future and if Zimmerman's still around I don't know I just feel like while he can still provide some quality at bats from time to time he's just not the same player he was and this would be a good way for him to go out yeah I think it would be a great way for him to go out he said he's not making a decision until he would usually start working out again which is I guess after every uh, after every season ends he takes a break and then around Christmas time he starts starting to work out again yeah, so he's going to make the decision around teams. Then. No, I think no. if he comes back, it's he, with he's Washington. He's Mr. National, yeah. I don't, th- so I don't think he'll play anywhere else. But I think he has a one-year contract every year he wants it. I mean, it's it's kind of like Kyle Ripken Jr. But if I, you would have saw him in any other uniform, it'd be weird. I mean, still seeing Albert Pujols in a different uniform is weird. I know he had a decent amount of years with the Angels. I mean, yeah, he spent half his career with the Angels. So. But I it's think, still weird. I think Ryan it's like Zimmerman... It's two different versions. It's like the one that was good and the one that played for the Angels. <laughs> That's true, too. I Which think Ryan Zimmerman has a lifetime of one-year contracts from the learners and from Rizzo. I think they're going to offer him a contract no matter what. I think there's no way they don't offer him a contract because he said he doesn't want to play if he can't contribute. And if you look at his numbers this year... He only hit, I think, like 245, but he hit 15 home runs and like, I think, 45 or 55 RBIs. For somebody not playing every day with just around, I think, 250 at-bats, it's a very successful season. Wouldn't you agree? I'd say it's all right. I mean, he contributed when, when needed. I think, though, too, I mean, if you want Bell, he's going to be your everyday first baseman. 
his defense isn't the same where he can still play third at a high level. So besides being a pinch hitter, he doesn't give you that much. I mean, I think they would offer him a contract if he wanted to come back and at least let him fight for a spot in the spring. But I don't know if he necessarily, if he's not, you know, producing in the spring, be be a guy on the team. Uh, obviously, you know, a legendary Nationals player, but I, I just feel like now it's time, especially with the way this team's going. But I don't know. Maybe so his season stats are he appeared in 110 games, 273 plate appearances, 255 at-bats, 27 runs, 62 hits, 16 doubles, 14 homers, 46 RBIs, 16 walks. He only struck out 77 times, but his batting average, 243. But, I mean, I would say for somebody not playing every day that is 36 years old, it's a successful season. Yeah, no, I'm not, not saying he was a bomb and, or anything. And what is Ryan Zimmerman known for, at least in the latter half of his career, since I would say 2010 on? Defense, I guess. Being on the IL. <laughs> it's not really something you want to be next. No, but he has been. <laughs> when he had the when he was at third base, had the, the shoulder issue yeah. that made him go to first base. Then he played a little bit of left field, a little bit of second base. Like, he just played all over. But he was injured. He played 52 games in 2019, the year they won the World Series. He hit six homers and 27 RBIs. He hit 257, but he had 190 plate appearances. So he had about less than 100 more plate appearances this season. So, And he didn't play last season. So he said he doesn't want to play if he's not going to do anything, give anything to the team, and I think he's given a lot to the team. When you only, you know, you're only up there 273 times, and you get 14 homers. I mean, he had 13 homers in 2018, going in 323 plate appearances. So, I would call that a successful year when you're contributing to the team. And I think there's a chance he comes back, but I also think there's a big chance that he just hangs him up. And after what you saw Sunday, I feel like it it'd be weird if he returned I oh, mean, yeah, after definitely. the two standing ovations the walking off the field by himself it, it definitely be weird to see him go back out on opening day I mean if he does and he's still contributing great for him but I, I feel like after what we saw Sunday it, it probably is the end as it should be and I think he'll go down as one of the most underrated DC sports athletes of all time I'd agree with that. Looking because at it right now, maybe looking in the future and seeing if he's underrated when we see, I guess, I say that from then. Because but. he was there 2005. He was there 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 10, 11. The bad years. The really bad years. I think he's just properly rated. A decent player that stuck with the team. It's like Nick Markagas for me. Yeah. I, mean, I, w- I would I, agree I on that. that. Yeah. Marquegas probably should have made more all-star teams, but that's a debate for another day. I mean, like, he was just a good player that kept playing with them and was a part of the success, you know, but he was never really an MVP candidate or anything like that, but he was he was a very solid player, and I think that's fine. And he had a good career in Washington and will be in that D.C. Yeah. Sports Hall of Fame. I think that just because he was the face of the franchise before they had to – before they really were a franchise – I mean, you can't really you change. You move over to DC. You're no, your first draft pick is Ryan Zimmerman. He's there from the bad years to the great years, and I think getting him that World Series ring, that's probably the best thing they could have done for him, because he didn't. Obviously, as I just mentioned with his stats, he really didn't play all that much in 2019, and he finally got that World Series to call to say he had a successful year. I honestly thought after that year he was just going to walk off and not come back. Because he could have. He could have. But but he wanted to end it on his terms. Yeah, and then he didn't play last season because it was his choice to be with his family. And I think that's going to be a big trigger on what he decides. Because I've heard a couple interviews, he said his daughters are growing older and he wants to be the father that's there. And he said on Sunday he did a post-game presser and he sa- they said, you know, what are you going to do tomorrow without coming to the park? He said, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to watch my girls off to school. So I think he could be retiring, but he said he's not leaving, so he'll be a staple with the team somehow, some way. Maybe a coaching role. 
maybe a coach, coaching role. But now let's transition to what really matters this time of year. MLB postseason kicks off tonight. Red Sox or Red Sox hosting the Yankees. Uh, Red Sox beat the Nationals this weekend to be able to host the AL wildcard game. Big game tonight. Yeah, it's always fun seeing those two AL East rivals square off, and especially in the postseason and in a one-game situation where, obviously, it's win or move on. It's going to be a long one, obviously, since it always is between Boston and New York. I can't wait until after volleyball at, like, 9.30 we get back, and it's still only the second inning between those two teams. But I'm looking for another instant classic in that rivalry, renewed, and I got the Yankees winning tonight, and I hate saying that being an Orioles fan because I typically hate the Yankees more than Boston, but I feel like the Yankees will have the edge. All right, Nick, did you flash the graphic up on the... I was going to wait until we actually maybe made our picks for each series, but if you want me to do that now, we we can do that. Yeah, just leave it up there. All right, there it is. That's right. how your playoff picture looks in 2021. Uh, yeah, I think the Yankees win tonight. I think they have a little bit more offensively and probably the better pitching as well. But in these one-game series, you you never – or not even series, in these one-game essentially play-in games for the postseason, it really is – you never know. So I would agree that the uh, the Yankees probably win tonight, but again, Boston's at home, so that, that will at least get them going. By the way, before you make your pick, I just wanted to add that it's uh, Cole versus Avaldi tonight pitching. Oh, Garrett Cole, hands down. Yeah. Garrett Cole, hands down. I got the Yankees winning. (laughs) (laughs) I got the Yankees winning. They will then face the number one seed Rays. What a story the Rays have been the last few years. Really, since they became a team. I mean, they've always been about pitching and finding their prospects and making their prospects good and then but they had, away they had some lull years the la- before last year i feel like they had some lull years they're never terrible and they were though. rumored to be moving to can canada well they're always rumored to be moving because nobody comes it's to the trop yeah. yeah and their stadium isn't the best yeah uh so then they'll play the whoever wins that game plays the rays do you have uh who do you have winning oh we'll go oh yeah who wins that I, I got the Yankees. Tampa, you think the Yankees? I do. Right. I think I think, I think the, the Yankees Rays, are going to make a I, run against Tampa and beat them. I think the Rays win. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, but I don't know if they'll make it to the World Series. I think that year, that series goes five games. That series goes five games. I mean, obviously, being an Orioles fan, I'd hope that Tampa Bay kills them, but I, I, I mean, just I feel like the Yankees like are going to make a push. AL East, Colin. I don't like That's the, true. I hate the Red Sox. I think the most just because I don't know. They just something about them <laughs> but yeah I, I hate the yankees too and obviously tampa bay i don't really love either but I, I respect them because of how they how they get their team together and then the next the other alds will be the white Sox, the number three white Sox, and the number two astros who you got winning this and how many games i'll go with astros in six it's a five game series oh yeah crap the DS is five games. I thought it changed to seven. I don't know why, but I'll, I'll go uh, Houston in five then. Let's just drop a game back. <laughs> I'll go Houston in uh, four games. Wow. Yeah. All right. I got the Red Sox in five, or the White, or the White Sox in five. There we go. So do we want to do you the like LCS, or do you want to switch over to the NL? Let's switch over to the NL. Uh, Start with wild card. Wild card, the Brewers host the Braves. Now wild card. Was that the wild card? Oh, no, Dodgers Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. My bad. I don't. What is that? That's the DS. Oh, I had it. I changed the view from it's where on the I TV. Was at. I was about to say you can look at yeah, the TV. The you can look screen. right above you as well. Yes. <laughs> Shut your mouth. And you look at the smallest screen possible to see the. the All right. Front. The the one hundred and six win Dodgers in the wild card host the number 590 win Cardinals. Easiest decision of my life, Dodgers. All right, make that a meme just in case, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with the Dodgers as well, but only make the meme for Spencer right there. I I just... I I think the Dodgers win, but I I really could see them losing, and then that would just be so terrible for them because they've worked so hard 
but I will pick the Dodgers because they are the safer bet here. But the Cardinals are a hot who team. They've won tomorrow, like Scherzer? 15 of their 17 I don't know. games. Or something. I, I haven't looked who pitches tomorrow, but while you look, let's uh, move on. I'll make my pick while you're looking for that between uh, Milwaukee and Atlanta. I'll have uh, Milwaukee winning in five over the uh, Atlanta Braves. Wainwright versus Scherzer. Wainwright is still... Yeah, I think I saw that the uh, battery for the Cardinals, Wainwright and Molina, the total age is like 79 years old. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So you have who in this? this I got Milwaukee in five against Atlanta. All right. I have Milwaukee in five as well, only because I can't pick the Braves. Give me the Braves in five. All right. So Kuno's going to come back. (laughs) Here it is. The NLDS of the century. The century, the number one Giants. Do you know at how long the century is? It's hundred years. Okay, <laughs> the number one Dodgers at one hundred and seven wins against the number four Dodgers at one hundred and six wins. Who you got? How many games? I'll go uh, Dodgers in five. Dodgers in five. I got Dodgers in five as well. It's not a. It's not an even year. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so now we have the ALCS, the Rays versus the Red Sox, one versus three. Who you got? How many games? Remember, seven game series in the CS and the World Series. Well, I have the Rays in Houston, so I'll go Houston. Oh, my bad. In well, it's okay because yeah. you had White Sox and Colin had Houston, yeah. I believe. But yeah, I'll go uh, Houston in uh, I don't even know six games. I got Houston and the Yankees. I'll go Houston in seven. I got the Rays and the White Sox. I got the White Sox. Or no, I got the Rays in seven games. All right, so who do you got from the NLDS? Milwaukee and Dodgers. I'll go Dodgers in six. You know, Atlanta and the Dodgers. I'll go with the Dodgers in five. I got the Dodgers and the Brewers. I got the Dodgers in six. All right, so now the World Series. Who you got? Seven-game series, obviously. Who you got? How many games? Got Dodgers-Houston. I'll go Dodgers five. I'll go Dodgers in six over Houston. I'll go the Rays in seven over the Dodgers. I just wow. I just think no Clayton Kershaw in the postseason is going to kill the Dodgers at some point. It doesn't come back to bite them until the World Series. All righty. So, I have the Rays as your World Series champions in 2021. I could see it. But I just think Dodgers have more pitching even behind Kershaw. Maybe. They'll be okay. And obviously one of them is Scherzer. Yeah. All right. Well, we've really got to take a break. Uh, We're a little behind. When we come back, hopefully we'll be joined by Jim Klein. This segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first, ParsonsFord.com. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. And we are now joined on the program by the man, the myth, the legend himself, who just uttered those words that are now forever etched into the sports mix and at Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, Jim Klein, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you doing today, Jim? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Look, I'm listening to the extra there, I'm, and I'm, I'm hearing Slim Shady, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm about to throw some Jim Shady on all these Dodger picks. Like, come on, guys. Like, we got the David Welch. Is, he's, is he, like, running the show today? Spencer, man, the path to the World Series, the big trophy, runs through the American League East. Everyone knows that. I'm following you, baby. Give the Rays the trophy now. Forget about those that West Coast team, Houston. Come on, guys. It, it's going to be the Rays. Small ball, money ball, that's what we want to see. I, that's my shade. That's all I got for you. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then tonight you and Colin will have the call for Jefferson at Martinsburg Volleyball. Should be a good one. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've watched this, and, and I, I keep, like, thinking about, you know, Martinsburg keeps running, you know, the onside kick against, uh, you know, all these teams. They've had a lot of success. Oh, wait a second, that's the football team. Yeah, <laughs> Jefferson has no chance. I, I, I have no problem with the Cougars. You play EPAC for a reason. They, they come in, they're going to have to pull off a huge shocker to beat Martinsburg in Martinsburg. And no disrespect to the Cougars whatsoever, but – they have a, a completely uphill battle in this. Going to be very difficult for Jefferson to pull that off. What makes you uh, say that? Or what is it about, I guess, Martinsburg game game that makes it so difficult for Jefferson well, to match up? Well, emphatically, Martinsburg has played much better at home than on the road. If you look at common opponents, the way that they handled Spring Mills. Conversely, Martinsburg has not played as well on the road. Uh, the, the fact is... Jefferson, Con, sports doctor, he's always got the diagnosis. He can correct me if he's wrong. I think Jefferson's got a big goose egg on the, on the, in the win column. Is that correct? Uh, I'm looking right now for you. It's coming yeah. up here shortly. But I, I was going to agree with you. I think Martinsburg's definitely uh, done much better at home than what we've seen on the road, especially that last uh, time that we aired their game against uh, – Washington. I think that's the best that we saw Martinsburg all season, and I just see uh, you are correct. Jefferson's 0-6 is what I see on Max Preps. Yeah, and when you look at the comparison of those most recent matchups, Martinsburg dominated Washington, and it was not easy to find, but on I believe it was September uh, 18th, Martins, I'm sorry, Jefferson played Washington, and I found highlight footage and it was not good. It, uh, Washington beat Jefferson at Jefferson in three three sets, and uh, th- th- that turnaround was – I'm sorry, it was the uh, seventh. J- uh, Jefferson – yeah, I, I, I don't – it's going to be a difficult situation for, 
for, for Jefferson to come back and, and win that match. I came right from class today, guys. The professor is not prepared for business. I'm like flipping through Max Preps here. Still shocked that the four seed in the West got two national championship World Series wins from the sports mix, guys. Come on, don't let me down here. But, yeah, I think Jefferson's going to really really have a tough time. Martinsburg, if they pass like they did against Washington, I think that they could uh, really give Hedgesville and Musselman a run. They've got the size. They, they could uh, generate enough offense to, to um, be very competitive with those other teams. Hey, don't forget, even though that they're the fourth seed in the National League, they still had 106 wins, Jim. Yeah, you're, you, so um, do you miss Machado? Like, do you miss yes. do you think about him? <laughs> yes. like, I, I'm not afraid to say that, yes. It's the, he, he, the American League East. I mean, he is a product of the American League East. I, it's, he's also it's not on the Dodgers. I don't see what that's also the true. That's... <laughs> he's on the <Yeah>. Padres. <laughs> you Padres only won there, like Jim. 76 wins or something. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. You move to Thursday night. You want to go to Thursday? You want to talk about Spring Mills? I think yeah, let's do it. Is, I think Spring Mills is going to be more challenging. I think Spring Mills, um, they, I thought that they did not pass very well in the first matchup that we saw with them. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a more difficult situation uh, for Martinsburg, and Martinsburg's going to have to prove that they can win on the road if they want to join the, the conversation as, as being in the top three in the EPAC because we know that Musselman's the number one team in the state, hands down. We know that Hedgesville is up there. I, I wonder whether or not they sh- you know, should be in that top three or four in, in the state. I think the, last week they were rated, or September 30th, they were rated as high as, as second overall. I, I wonder about that based on the, some of the, the serve-receive issues that we saw in their other match, but Spring Mills uh, and and Martinsburg should be a very good match. And I'm not taking anything away from Jefferson. It could be a very good match this evening. Serve-receive is going to determine how these offenses run. And if Martinsburg has an off night, anybody can be be beaten on any given day. But I'm really looking forward to Spring Mills. Um, There's soccer action tomorrow night. Martinsburg's uh, women's varsity team got rescheduled again because of the referee shortage. So, if if there's an option for that tomorrow night, then you've got that as well. But it's a great week for sports. Uh, Really upset about the things. I heard Mogul this morning talking about uh, that Spring Valley game. Very disappointed. And I missed the first half of the show. I'm not sure if you guys talked about that. But uh, locally, clearly the Eastern Panhandle has what it takes to to be the conversation in the state because – you know, one of those those other opponents are, are restricting the ability for us to, to, to show those matches, those games. So, you know, th- that, that just speaks, I think, to the credibility of the Eastern Panhandle. Yeah, we have not talked about that. I, I have to, you know, sit down and formulate a, a statement before I go and talk about it because I'm not happy about it either. I think it's a bunch of malarkey. I, I mean, I To agree. use I, words safe for radio. Yeah. Yeah, Colin's usually kicking me when I use some, some of the words there uh, uh, down below. I got to sit farther, like out of kicking range. He's always trying to reel me back in there. I, but I agree with you. Malarkey is a great word. Clearly, the teams around the state feel threatened by the Eastern Panhandle. I think that that's why Musselman schedules so many of their two game tournaments so much easier to, to steal a, a win. I think that their only blemish on their record came from a time issue. Uh, earlier in the season at a tournament versus a five-set match, best of five, especially going to Musselman. No one wants to do that. So, yeah, I think that this is a snub to the Bulldogs. And I definitely think that, that it's an issue where someone needs to step up and establish what, what, is the, what, what are the rules that, that say that you can, can limit uh, another team from or, or another region for that matter. It's not even like this is a Martinsburg Bulldogs TV station. This is a regional television station trying to air a game, and I have a huge problem with that. I don't think that they should be allowed to restrict that. Yeah, and as just to give some context to the listeners and viewers that do not know what we're talking about, Martinsburg football is scheduled to go down to Huntington, West Virginia, on October 29th to play to, to play their final regular season game. They get their last week as a bye against Spring Valley. Well, Spring Valley apparently has a pay-per-view system to 
view their games and they're banking on the fact that all these people up here are going to pay money on to pay money to view the game. And I think that's a bunch of malarkey. There's no way you should be making money off these 16, 17, 15, 16, 17, 8-year-old. 8-year-old. 18-year-old. Yeah, so because of that. High school students. Because of that, what's going to happen is, as of right now, they want our station to pay. Uh, a set amount of money. set amount of money to go and either, if we want to, put our TV10 coverage and YouTube coverage on. We have to pay Spring and even Valley more set amount that. of money to put it on YouTube live. Yeah, we, that's what I was can, saying. Yeah, TV we can pay a, a certain amount, set amount of money to just do it, it on TV and on radio locally. So TV is in on Comcast Channel Ten in Berkeley and Jefferson counties, and then through the airwaves of Talk Radio WRNR one hundred six point five AM seven forty. But then they want even more money to stream it live on YouTube. I don't get it. To learn more, you can. Uh, listen to the end of eastern yeah. panhandle talk with uh our boss mike hornby went on to talk about the situation as well yes and we don't have much time we've got to hit another break thanks for joining us jim colin and i will see you later this afternoon yeah i'll definitely see you then guys hey great show thank you that thanks, was jim. jim klein analyst for the TV 10 volleyball and soccer broadcast and a freshman football broadcast. But we've reached our final break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family owned and operated, 360 Hack Wilson Way, Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com. We'll wrap up the sports mix next. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. Youth Wrestling is back in Martinsburg. Martinsburg Mat Club is excited to announce we are opening registration on Monday and Tuesday evenings from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Main Street Athletics Facility located at 303 West Main Street in Hedgesville. Registration is open to athletes between the ages 6 to 14 years old. More information can be found by following slash contacting us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Martinsburg Mat dash club. The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. New tailback out there. Snap goes back. Hand off to that tailback. He breaks it. How do you like that? Kyle Whaley. He's to the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, and into the end zone. We have EPAC action this Friday night as the 3-3 three three Hedgesville Eagles host the 1-4 Musselman Appleman. Kickoff at 7 p.m. with pregame beginning at 6 p.m., which follows the sports mix at 5 p.m. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and on TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back for the final segment of the Sports Mix here for your October 5th, 2021, and we're nearing NBA season. We're nearing preseason games tonight, four on tap. Washington Wizards play at Houston. I don't believe there is a broadcast of that, Uh, but if you're wanting some basketball fever, you can tune to TNT. They have Milwaukee and Memphis at 8 p.m. And I just saw, uh, I think it was a couple minutes before the 12.30 break that uh, Paul Gasol announced his retirement today. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. Officially retires. There yep. we go. Yeah, Hasn't he been retired? I feel like he hasn't like played he has, in yeah. like three years. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, he is 41. Great career for him. He I announced mean, his farewell from international basketball in August after Spain lost to the United States in the quarterfinals of Tokyo Games. He's been with a Spanish club, Barcelona, since February. His career had stalled before that after a stress fracture in his left foot and that lingered and kept him from playing for nearly two seasons. But the Lakers tweeted out a hero in Los Angeles 
a hoops legend around the world. Congrats on your retirement, Paul. Powell. Powell Gasol. That's, uh, I honestly forgot what he was doing, but I guess because he was playing over overseas. I think he played in the Olympics, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I mean, he's played, played for lot. Spain. Yeah, played. I mean, like, this past Olympics. Yeah, that's when he said he announced the yeah, no, international. I wasn't listening. And for international. <laughs> Nick, come on. Uh, NBA GMs pick Nets to win the title. Durant as MVP. Everything Spencer we'll says goes in this year, and then it just goes out that one. Yeah. Wow, Nick. <laughs> I don't even think he heard what I said, so I'm on good terms. Yeah, yeah. for now. He'll play it back and, and listens yeah. to the show later, and he's like, Colin? Dolphins trading wide receiver Grant to the Bears. Trade going down between Jakeem Grant from the Dolphins to the Bears. Just reading off some headlines. we got a little bit of time here to kill. How about we also add in, since I uh, always like to end, how'd your fantasy teams do? Mine won again, so 4 and I don't talk about it. 3-1. and one. Huge win for me. 158-95. to 95. Thanks to... Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill both scoring 42 points. 20 points from James Robinson. Uh, 13 from Darren Waller last night. Already had the game in hand. I guess I need a new kicker because I guess Robbie Gold is hurt. 11 points from the Baltimore defense. That's what I'm talking about, Nick. Uh, I coached him up this week. (laughs) Yeah. I said, hey, we play Vic Fangio. We can't be dealing with AJ Dillon got me ten points after last night's uh, Monday Stephon night Diggs football. That 14. first half, I thought my fantasy team was going to lose because the uh, person that I was playing against had a Herbert, and when he has you know three touchdowns yeah. and dominating that first half, I thought Tyson he was going to have first half. a pretty big second half. And yeah, I had my game sell. in hand I by like by fifteen, by like three thirty, I think on Sunday. I had game the game was won for me. Nice, just straight up. So game was won. Um, I'm hoping my team goes undefeated, so I'm, I'm considering this a uh, rivalry week for me because the person that I'm playing, we always like to trash talk good friends, so it should be a fun one. Another little tidbit here. We got about uh, seven seconds before the outro bumper runs. Los Angeles Chargers DN Joey Bosa rips into, quote, blind officials. So happening That'll be a, a lot around the league. Uh, So, for Jim Klein for coming on the show today, as always, Tuesday, for Colin McLaughlin, for Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Police saying so long. And coming up next at 1 p.m., the WVU Press Conference Show tonight. Remember, TV 10, 6 p.m., 545 pregame show. Colin and Jim have Jefferson at Martinsburg Volleyball. Have a great day, everybody.